Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hit by an 11-year-old driving a car. Look, look, her. He's a shooting victim now accused of molesting children at his wife's daycare center. I'm Kate Ryan. Former President Trump may be gearing up for another run in the White House. We'll hear more about it at 9.10. It's 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Jennifer Kuiper in Chicago. Extreme heat where you usually don't experience it in the Pacific Northwest. With triple digits in some areas, nonprofits are stepping up to help keep the homeless safe. KXL's Jim Ferretti in Portland. Following the heat-related deaths of more than 70 people in the Portland area last year, Major Bob Lloyd with the Salvation Army says they are working overtime as the Rose City cooks this year. To provide hydration and to even provide um, cooling do-rags and our outreach team has been passing out some little battery-operated fans, which isn't much, but it's something. Oregon Governor Kate Brown declared a state of emergency in more than half of the state due to the high temperatures. Forecasters calling for highs near 100 degrees through Friday. Jim Ferretti for CBS News, Portland, Oregon. Flash flooding, road closures, flooded basements, and water rescues. That is what it has been like for those in the St. Louis, Missouri area after record rainfall early this morning. One person has died. St. Louis County Executive Sam Page says more rain is in the forecast. With the fields and the yards already soaked, we know that more rain means more flooding, more property damage, and more risk for injury. Former President Trump and his former Vice President Mike Pence were on opposite sides giving dueling speeches in Washington, D.C. today. CBS's Major Garrett reports on the former president's speech. The former president portrayed himself as a leader of a resurgent Republican Party, one primed for big midterm wins, and again teased about a 2024 run. We may just have to do it again. We have to straighten out our country. Mr. Trump repeated false election claims while Pence asked the GOP to look forward instead of back. In an exclusive interview, CBS Evening News anchor Nora O'Donnell sits down with Dr. Caitlin Bernard. Dr. Bernard, according to Indiana Records, is the doctor who provided a non-surgical abortion to a 10-year-old rape victim from Ohio. O'Donnell asks... To those that doubt the veracity of children needing abortions, what would you say? Come spend a day in my clinic. Come see the care that we provide every single day. The situations that people find them in, themselves in and in need of abortion care are some of the most difficult that you could imagine. Dr. Bernard also says she has received death threats. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is up to $830 million. This lottery hopeful on what he'd do with the money. I would probably go towards student debt, family, friends, vacation homes somewhere. I don't know, something like that around those lines. Odds of winning one in about 302 million. Consumer confidence slides for a third straight month in July. This 
is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. 905 on this Tuesday, July 26th. Cooler today with cloudy skies. Good evening. I'm Jenny Glick. The top local story we're following at this hour. How do Virginia voters think first-year Governor Glenn Youngkin is doing? The latest Commonwealth poll from VCU shows 49% of respondents approve of the job he's done so far, while 38% disapprove. In May, following his 100 days, first 100 days in office, another survey found 51% of voters approved of his performance. Youngkin's approval is split by party and region, but the poll found support for a gas tax holiday ending the grocery tax and funding HBCUs is strong across all demographics. As for Virginia's surplus tax revenue, 47% of respondents support using extra taxpayer dollars on government programs such as welfare initiatives or state-funded clean energy projects rather than returning that surplus to taxpayers in a form of rebates. A seven-year-old is in the hospital after police say another kid driver accidentally hit her. D.C. police say an 11-year-old boy was driving a 2020 Kia Optima in a parking lot off Mississippi Avenue near 19th Street in southeast D.C. just before 7 p.m. on Monday. The boy lost control of that car and hit a 7-year-old and then ended up plowing into the curb. The 7-year-old is in the hospital with serious but non-life-threatening injuries. The young boy behind the wheel was unable to press the brake and stop the car in time, according to police. D.C.'s Office of the Attorney General is investigating the incident. Luke Luger, WTOP News. And this unfortunate accident follows the death of a 12-year-old girl who died in a crash in Columbia, Maryland on Sunday. She was driving after 2 in the morning with her stepfather in the car. 9.05, a retired Baltimore City police officer was the victim in a shooting, but now he's accused of sexually abusing kids at a daycare center operated by his wife. And she is his accused attacker. 57-year-old James Weems Jr. was shot inside a hotel room at the Mandarin Oriental Hotel in D.C. on Thursday. The suspected shooter, his wife, 50-year-old Shantiri James. At the time of the shooting during a standoff with police, Shantiri James accused her husband, a retired Baltimore City police officer, of sexually abusing children at her Owings Mills daycare center. According to court documents, she told police she wanted to shoot herself, and when asked if someone else was in the hotel room with her, she's quoted as saying, F him, he's a child molester. The investigation into allegations of abuse continue. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 906 now. When the school year ended last month, there was one local county that still required students to wear masks. But that has now changed. Back on July 1st, Prince George's County Public Schools lifted the indoor mask mandate at its schools and facilities, becoming the final school system in the region to do so. The announcement was made in a short email sent to employees. It asks employees to exercise good judgment and support whatever choice their colleagues make when it comes to wearing a mask. In February, school CEO Monica Goldson told parents in an email that she anticipated lifting the mandate by the end of the most recent school year. That didn't happen. John Doman, WT. 
WTOP News. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser has named an interim director for the city health department. Dr. Sharon Lewis will step into the position as of this Friday. Lewis has worked at D.C. Health for 36 years and has been serving as the senior deputy director at the Health Regulations and Licensing Administration. Unlike her predecessor, Laquanda Nesbitt, Lewis is not a medical doctor. I have my master's and doctorate in healthcare administration. And while I was in school working on my doctorate, believe it or not, global health was one of my interests. Lewis will take over as the city deals with an outbreak of monkeypox. Lewis is a registered nurse who started her career as a nurse surveyor. In that role, her duties included inspecting healthcare facilities in the district. She's one of Mayor Bowser's longest-serving cabinet members. She let the mayor know early this month of her plans to step down. Coming up after traffic and weather, what former President Donald Trump has to say in his first return to D.C. since leaving office. It's 9.07. Meet Allison, teammate at Truist Bank. Hi. She was born to care, and she always had your back. You could say that. Like that time back in the mid-'80s when she spotted Stacy Kaminsky with her new perm, and a car was coming, about to hit a puddle. So Allison jumps in front of the splash, just in time to protect Stacy's fresh curls. Look, I had to do it. A wet perm just doesn't work. Today, Allison's a teammate at Truist, the bank that starts with